Small business news, advice, and education. This is Startup BizCast. Welcome, everyone. This is Startup BizCast number 69. I'm Steve Mullen, president of Endgame Public Relations, and I'm your host. Startup BizCast is produced by BizPods, the corporate podcast production service from Endgame Public Relations. For more information, please visit endgamepr.com forward slash podcasts. This episode of Startup BizCast is sponsored by GoToMyPC. It's a great tool that allows you to see your computer desktop from any other computer in the world. It's an outstanding tool for telecommuters or people who travel a lot for business. Anything you can do on your work computer, you can do from a remote computer. Listeners of Startup BizCast can get a 30-day trial by going to gotomypc.com slash techpodcasts. You can find that link in the show notes for this episode. A large portion of small business owners have companies that go by names like Century 21, The Haircuttery, even McDonald's. These small business owners aren't ripping off the company names, they're actually franchise owners. And despite the fact that they operate under the name of a large company, most of them are indeed small business owners. Today we're talking about how these business people should be marketing their companies. My guest is Sherry Fishman, the founder of Fishman PR, a public relations firm that specializes in working with franchisers and franchisees. That's coming up, but first it's time to take a look at small business news from this past week in the BizCast Brief. The British government is taking steps to shore up small businesses in the UK that are facing troubles due to the weak economy. The government announced this week that it will channel training funds to small businesses and pay suppliers promptly to help them through the economic downturn. Despite the weak economy, many small businesses in the U.S. are actually surviving and thriving. According to a survey by Shore Payroll, small business hiring actually rose in September by 0.3%, and small businesses grew by 2.7% in September. It's Small Business Week in Canada this week, and the Financial Post newspaper has named its top cities in that country for small businesses. Top on the list is Lloydminster, which straddles the Alberta-Saskatchewan border, Rounding out the top three is Parksville, British Columbia, and Grand Prairie, Alberta. More on those stories and others can be found in this week's Small Business Recommended Reading on the Startup BizCast blog. Time now for this week's Startup BizCast Small Business Advice segment. Many people forget that the operators of many of the businesses they visit are small business owners, even when the names of the businesses are as well known as McDonald's. These businesses often aren't seen as locally grown, even though their owners and employees are actually your friends and neighbors. This presents a bit of a marketing dilemma, and here are some tips on how to market a franchise is Sherry Fishman. She's the founder of Fishman Public Relations, a PR firm that specializes in working with franchisees and franchisors. Sherry, thanks so much for joining us on Startup BizCast. Well, thanks so much for having me as a guest, Steve. I'm really excited to talk to you today. Happy to have you here. Now, before we get started, tell us about your firm. Well, we are a media relations agency, and we are a national PR firm that specializes in handling franchise companies. And we have been working with franchisees and franchisors for almost 18 years, providing them with publicity on local, national, and trade levels. That's a good long time. Now, we're talking about franchisees today. And let's start with the positives. What's the marketing benefit of purchasing a franchise versus starting your own business? Is the, is the benefit the assistance of the parent company? Absolutely, Steve. Um, when you're talking about uh, deciding to invest in a franchise versus starting your own business, you have a solid system that supports you, and they're there to help you. And the marketing benefit is 
they are they have all the marketing tools to help you from the from the very beginning from the time they sign their franchise agreement they are working with them to put together a marketing plan and part of that marketing plan is PR so really excited that we work hand in hand with the marketing um, individuals at these franchise companies to provide support for the franchisees and to get them on the right track. Is it more difficult for franchisees to get mentions in the local media? I would think it's kind of a double-edged sword. Uh, many of the businesses have recognizable names, but people don't necessarily see them as being local companies. Well, absolutely. You know, there are challenges, of course, but with uh, when you're working along with franchisees, the whole idea is to explain to them how important PR is and how effective it is, um, cost-effective and how powerful it is to add it to their marketing arsenal. And the whole idea is, as far as being challenging, you know, harder for them, it's only because they don't understand it. People seem to understand advertising. But marketing and PR is a little gray area. And what you need to, first and foremost, is for them to understand that they are all in different businesses, but they really are in the business of marketing. Every single person out there, every franchisee from every segment is in the business of marketing. And the franchisees can't forget that. And it's one of the most important things, especially now in this economy. They can't put it on the back burner. They think they should because they're worried about operations. But you know what? It's just a means to the end. They, they have to help their customers. They have to market to the right people. And PR marketing is what it's all about. I agree. I mean, you know, I've been telling people over and over again as the economy's been going south, it's it's just not a time to cut your marketing. Perhaps scale back a touch if you can't afford it, but don't cut it entirely. And uh, and I actually had a previous guest uh, tell me once that uh, you know all small business people are salesmen. Uh, and and to kind of address what you were talking about, I, I think I'd add to that that all small business people need to be marketers as well to an extent. Absolutely, absolutely, and it goes it goes more than everything that you do, every place you are, you can promote your business. And um, I think that it's really important as well in this economy for the franchisees to understand that they should really, uh, really do their homework and get in the faces of the media, set up informal meetings with their newspaper reporters and get to know some of the the radio um, uh, hosts. It's really important to do their homework and and to have them have the media feel like they're a great source for them. I was going to ask, what's the first thing a franchisee should do before opening their location? Is is that what they should be doing before they open? I think that the most important that I always say, you know, we we like to address the franchisees from the very beginning and explain to them it's important to get to know your community. Get to know the media that's there. Read everything that your customer would read. And get to know what these media people are looking for. Read the stories. Get familiar with them. Go and visit them. And, um, or email them and say, you know, I'd love for you to come into my store. Or can, I, can, can we meet for a cup of coffee? And I'll talk to you about my challenges. Because you know what? As we talked before earlier, we talked about, you know, it's a little bit maybe intimidating to the franchisee to talk to media. But no, when you talk about yourself, everyone can talk about themselves. And that's really, in this economy, that's what the media people want to hear too. That's what the readers want to hear. They want to hear about someone opening a business and providing a great service in this economy. They want us to hear some good things, you know, some positive, happy, happy stories. 
And I think that's really uh, good advice for for anybody who's in small business, uh, not just the franchisees. But what about grand openings? Uh, is there anything different that a franchisee should do versus uh, a homegrown business? Is, is, are there any additional challenges? Well, you know what? I think the best thing about being in a franchise business is that you have you have some great foot to you know some great um, framework to follow. You have other franchisees throughout the system, and you can you can definitely work within a network to um, help you figure out and and design your grand opening. And many franchisees find that they'll learn from other people's successes, like working with organizations that, that are charitable organizations or local schools, and that provides that extra PR or publicity push that, that gets the media interested because you are involving the community. Everyone says, you know, cause marketing. They've been talking about cause marketing for so long. Well, now is the time that people are going to decide, oh, well, shall I go to this operation that just, you know, is sits there and it waits for customers to come, or am I going to go to that store that, that has that grand opening for juvenile diabetes and gives their extra time and effort and donates their time to the local school? Well, you, you know that they're going to go to the one that is charitable. What's the biggest marketing mistake you see from franchisees? The biggest marketing mistake is ignoring their customers. And and really not paying attention to um, customer service. And, and it, it's truly, um, truly important. I just learned in a convention that I was at that it's truly important to have that unparalleled hospitality, everything you do. And that is something that's a huge mistake. To think that your managers can run your store, no. The franchisee must be behind the register. And that very important thing is to know your customers. When they walk in the door, if, you're, uh, if you have a retail operation, to know what their likes and dislikes are, to know their name. So it's not just going into the store and they're just another person, another customer. It's really important that the franchisee gets a connection so that they become more like friends versus customers. That is going to get them to come back. Is there a particular type of franchise that might be a little more challenging for marketing? I, what comes to mind with me is these larger fast food restaurant chains. Uh, you know, with a, I guess with a small business, a small smaller franchise or, or something that's a little bit more interesting, you know, when it opens up in a town, people get excited. But I think, you know, with these fast food chains, they look and say, oh, you know, there's another one of those. Well, well, you know, that's a challenge for us as well. You know, when we're doing uh, media relations support for a franchisee from a big um, company, you know what you do? You take it down to the individual level. So if you are a franchisee um, from a big chain, um, it's not about the concept. It's about the people. That's what's interesting to the media. That's what's interesting to the customer. So perhaps that person was a former vet who, at this, who um, had left, had a discharge from, from armed services and has decided to use their, their money to become a franchisee. It, I mean, that is a terrific opportunity for them to get the media's attention. We've had great success with that. We work with um, Little Caesars, and they've had several. And that's a huge company who would, you know, perhaps be a challenge to just get a story on the fact that Little Caesars is opening. But the fact that he's a former vet, that really works 
really, it works so well. I actually had a, a episode, oh, maybe 15 or 20 episodes ago from a woman who bills herself as a business storyteller. And uh, she does that with all types of businesses, but finding, you know, coring down and finding those those stories. Absolutely. And that's key to not just think, oh, I have to stick with one story idea. No, not at all. And, you know, some franchisees also think, oh, well, I don't understand what's newsworthy. Well, and that, you know, you can't just fall back on that and give up. You can use national news events that affect your small community. You can really push a seasonal angle, you know, New Year's Eve resolutions or, or holiday shopping, uh, a compelling client success story, comebacks, any kind of comebacks or startups or, as I said, the veteran story. And, of course, not to forget something that's sometimes forgotten, which is just an entrepreneurial profile. You know, we, especially nowadays, someone wants to read about someone who's doing a really good job and is successful. Okay, great advice today. Sherry Fishman from Fishman PR, thanks so much for joining us this week. Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure. For more on Fishman PR, please visit fishmanpr.com. If you have feedback on this or any episode of Startup BizCast, or if you'd like to suggest a guest or topic, please contact me. You can leave a voicemail on my new voicemail hotline, 206-350-7905. That's 206-350-7905. You can also email me at info at startupbizcast.com or leave a comment on the blog. Also, don't forget to join up on the Startup BizCast group, which is on Facebook. That's a wrap for episode 69 of Startup BizCast. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Steve Mullen.